Welcome to the RaptorCast, the podcast where in 18 minutes or less, you catch up on 28 years of research for all things Jurassic Park. Today we're reviewing episode 3 of the popular Netflix show, Camp Cretaceous. Episode 3 Summary As the kids are gathered around the campfire, Darius becomes discouraged from constant interruptions from Brooklyn and Sammy, who wants to befriend fellow camper Yasmina. The following day, while on a dinosaur cattle drive, a storm rolls in and spooks a Cynoceratops, who separates from the herd. The six kids, grouped into three gyrospheres, go looking for it. Darius and Brooklyn become trapped in mud, and the others have to work together with the help of the Cynoceratops to get them out. At the end of the day, while editing her video, Brooklyn spots a recording of Sammy taking saliva samples from the Cynoceratops as the episode ends. So, Harrison, this episode starts off with that little campfire scene. What are your first thoughts on that? Um, my first thought, my first thought watching the episode was that their camp had been destroyed and the the sparks were just the fire from whatever dinosaur destroyed their camp or some lightning hit it. But but then when I saw that saw that Darius looked completely fine, I knew it, that wasn't right. Especially because when Darius is telling his scary campfire story, that's the same audio they used in the trailer, which I assumed would have taken place at the end after they had already faced multiple dinosaurs, had almost died a couple of times. I thought that that would have been from the end, but we're only in the third episode. Yeah. Um, I feel, I kind of feel bad for Kenji, but because him and, him and Darius are starting to get along better than they did when they first met, but then, but then, so he was, and he's interested in those stories, so then when Brooklyn and, and Sammy just kept interrupting him, he got so annoyed, but then, Brooklyn mentioned Mount Everest and then mentioned she had no more storage. And then Sammy just interrupts that that she wanted to invite Yasmina over. You're saying poor Kenji, poor Darius. He was the one who was trying to tell the story. And then Brooklyn and everyone just completely cut him out. He's just trying to tell the story that he thinks is pretty awesome which sounded like it was gonna be pretty cool. And then Brooklyn jumps in, like you said, with her talking about how she doesn't have any more space on her phone. And then Sammy starts rambling and she doesn't stop. And then his whole story is basically forgotten. When you first saw Yasmina with the book and a pencil, what did you think was happening? I thought maybe she was writing, like uh, keeping stories of uh, what she was doing at camp because we got the vibe that maybe she wasn't the most sociable of person so maybe instead of talking to other people I thought she would kind of like keep a diary and just was writing down what happened throughout the day um, just because it wasn't like she was talking to the other campers really that much. Sure. But when the storm happens something I saw looked really weird after it started raining, all the campers were up, were up. But how did, 
but the campfire at even after it rained like maybe 30 drops of water it still hadn't gone out uh it just wasn't enough rain yet to douse it and it was probably heating the air up which ben doesn't have a problem with because ben didn't want to hear it in the first place yeah i was about to mention that uh i think ben can be he's probably a kind of fit kid not as fit just a norm an average kid but when he gets terrified he's gonna he's going to just need someone he's probably not he's just, he's a social kid he just doesn't like probably being alone oh really i you said he was fit i got the complete opposite impression that he was just kind of scrawny uh like could like completely unathletic like even at towards the end we see that he's always the one running behind the back of the pack well he's the slowest but in later episodes we see that when they're running he's always waiting for bumpy yeah that's true too so moving on the next morning they were they're going on a cattle drive but with dinosaurs, it's a dino drive. So Darius is a little hesitant to get into the gyrosphere with Brooklyn because he knows that she wasn't really feeling his story last night and he's still kind of a little upset about that. But then he gets in. Brooklyn just kind of snaps at him. She sees that she's losing followers and she's clearly in a bad mood about that. But then Darius tries to cheers her up and she's like, can you believe I don't care? So what are your current thoughts on Brooklyn after she kind of snaps at him? Uh, and then she apologizes, but it's like an it's a lame apology. Uh, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I guess I'm just having one of those days. And then uh, she goes on to talk about how she- Her whole life was about being famous. Yeah, her whole life's about being popular. She needs to be popular. She needs people to like her. And then she starts talking smack about his story again. Like, it was such a lame story, and you're not even bothered by how lame it was. And Darius is kind of like, it wasn't It wasn't that lame. But she's like, no, it was lame. It was she, so lame. It's just be, she in the first episode, we, she that she was fascinated that he knew all about these things that have been dead for all these years. But, yeah, all about the dinosaurs. But then she really, we see that she doesn't care. She was just fast interested that he knew so much about the dinosaurs. But then, but he never, she never really tried to get to know him. So thoughts on the apology from Brooklyn. I think it's pretty lame. That was a pretty lame apology. Yeah. She she just never probably she's met other people before. She just they Yasmina mentions in a later episode that they got thrown in at random so they have nothing in common. Yas Yasmina's fit, Darius is smart, Sammy is social. Ben is, I don't want to say a coward, but kind of a coward. He's cautious. Yeah. Brooklyn just likes, wants people 
is just famous. Brooklyn's popular. And then Kenji is just rich. Or his dad's rich anyway. So moving on, they're in the gyro spheres. Things are going pretty well. They're staying behind the herd. And then it's the storm starts to roll in. And Dave had uh, told them all earlier, you know, it's going to be fine. It, it's like the a storm, storm already uh, rolled up the coast. Yeah, the storm was coming in, but it rolled up the coast. And now he's like, well, it looks like it rolled back. Uh, and then Dave says those six words, what's the worst that could happen? And then things immediately get worse. And then they have to pull all the kids back in, right? Right. They, uh, they're they like, we can't stay out here in the storm. Things could get messy. We're just going to go back to camp. You guys, like, follow. We're, we're just going to go back to camp. And then I love here Darius's attempt to flatter Dave and Roxy so they can stay out. He's like, but I'm sure, Dave, under you and Roxy's capable supervision. Roxy just ruins it all and just goes, this is not up for discussion. Yeah, he's like, I'm sure under you and Roxy's capable. Okay, but first, when you saw the Sinoceratops in the first episode, did you think we were going to see more of them? I figured that we probably would. For some reason, they don't want to show any, like, Triceratops in this. Yeah. And that entire herd that we saw, there was probably 30 dinosaurs in there at least, and there was no Triceratops. I saw Parasaurolophus. And Kylosaurus, Stegosaurus, Brachiosaurus. Yeah, all of those and the Sinoceratops, but no Triceratops. So it seems like they've kind of just replaced the Triceratops with the Sinoceratops in this, so I don't imagine that we'll see too many triceratops yeah but i'm kind of mad that we haven't seen rexy yet yet in the this season well to be fair i can understand why you'd say that because rexy is such a popular uh dinosaur i was gonna say character but you do have to remember that rexy is still in her paddock at this point she doesn't get out until much later so it they wouldn't have any encounters with her, really. Okay, going going back to Jurassic Park, we see that Rexy escapes from her paddock, which can just go out with without any problem. Um, what do you think was her most fun part of being free, a free dinosaur? What, do you think it was eating that Gallimimus, eating Gennaro, or... Or killing the raptors. Oh, no, definitely just hunting, getting to hunt. Uh, just eating a goat that they had chained to uh, that they had chained to a post. That's not going to be any fun. The T-Rex, the whole, yes, they hunt to survive, but they also hunt. Uh, they also hunted to stay active and to they found some enjoyment out of it, I would imagine. So just having your food delivered to you isn't exactly uh, what the T-Rex would have wanted. Yeah. But back to the episode. So, lightning strikes, and it spooks one of the Sinoceratops, and it bolts out, and it leaves the herd. And Darius is like, we can go get it. I know everything about Sinoceratops migration patterns. We can, we can go and get it back to the herd. And everyone's listening to Darius. And then poor Sammy is trying to tell them what to do on how to actually herd the Sinoceratops back to the herd, but they just do not listen to her. Yeah. They don't listen to her because they weren't paying. 
they just thought that since Darius knew about the dinosaurs, he would. They thought he would know if Sinoceratops and cattle were acted alike, which they do apparently, because Sammy actually figures out how to tame it. Yep. So Darius knows dinosaurs, but Sammy knows cattle, and she knows how to herd them. So they should have listened to her, but they didn't. And as a result, they all get separated and stranded out in the jungle. So here's a side point. The gyrospheres are actually really easy to flip over and break, despite what the Jimmy Fallon tutorial says in Jurassic World. I didn't see any Jimmy Fallon tutorial in the gyrospheres. No, not in this one. But in Jurassic World, he talks about how strong the glass is and how the gyroscopic technology is supposed to keep them upright at all times. Well, but the same thing happened in Jurassic World with Zack and Gray. The Indominus, if it hits a component that they need to keep upright, it's gonna it's gonna stop them from being upright. That and I think that it hit them. It hit in the same place. It pro- yeah. But so basically, you get hit anywhere in the stratosphere. You hit anything, you're gonna flip over. No, that's not true. Cause yeah. Yes, Mina and Sammy were going backwards because they thought that they could just go backwards and go around the tree. But really, there's another tree. But then they hit the tree behind them. Their gyrosphere still worked. But also, I noticed that the Sinoceratops hole in Brooklyn and Darius's uh, gyrosphere was kind of in the same place as the hole in Zack and Gray's gyrosphere when the Indominus pokes a hole. Well, both of the dinosaurs are looking for, are looking to hit the people, and then the glass just gets in the way. So we see Kenji and Ben fighting over the controls in their gyrosphere because they got paired together, mm-hmm. and then they lose control, they end up flipped upside down, and they have to get out and walk. Then, uh, eventually, they're found by Sammy and Yasmina, who were also grouped together, and at this point, they know that Darius and Brooklyn need help. They Darius and Brooklyn have already started sinking in the mud. Right. And that and they called Yasmina and Sammy. Right. So then it cuts to all four of them squished into the gyrosphere. And eventually they do find them. So what are your thoughts on this rescue sequence? Um I didn't see how Ben was hoping. I know he threw the vine up to Kenji, and, but by other than that, I didn't see how he was helping. Well, he was kind of, everyone else was kind of focused on their own individual things that they were doing to help kind of make this plan work. And I feel like because he couldn't really do anything else, he was standing there kind of worrying and informing them when they needed to hurry up and get this done because their gyrosphere was already halfway in the mud by the time they got there. Yes. So, and actually, because you mentioned that it was already under the mud, when they finally pull the gyrosphere up, they tie the rope to the Sinoceratops so that it's able to pull, pull them out of that little mud pit they were sinking into. Right. Uh, they open the door. Even though their gyrosphere was completely submerged in the mud, there's no mud on the inside, and Darius and Brooklyn are surprisingly clean. 
So they go back, they get themselves all cleaned up, everything's all fine. And then Yaz actually reaches out to Sammy this time. Sammy has been trying all day to talk to Yasmina, and <laughs> Yasmina just kind of keeps cutting her off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Yasmina actually comes up to her, and it turns out she's quite the artist. What did you think of her drawings? That's what she was doing in the book. She wasn't writing, which is what I thought at first. But Yeah, um, her drawings were good. Brooklyn and Darius also start bonding. There's a lot of bonding going on in this episode. So they're bonding. They realize they both want people to like them. It's not just Brooklyn. And then Brooklyn goes off to edit her video and she sees Sammy being suspicious with her taking the skin samples from the Sinoceratops. And something I didn't notice until like well into the episode when they were rescuing them from the mud pit, her jacket was gone in this episode. She's no longer wearing the jacket. You can now fully see that she's wearing the Dennis Nedry shirt. Yeah. Well, not exactly the Dennis Nedry shirt, but But a similar design. It's a lighter color, but it's the exact same floral print. Now that we saw she took skin samples, she was sneaking around in the lab, do you think that was just a sign that she was trying to spy for someone? Well, I just always felt Sammy was kind of suspicious anyway. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the RaptorCast. Stay tuned where next week we will not be discussing episode four. Rather, if you were following along with the show, you would know that season three came out this past week. So we will be giving our initial thoughts on this new season.